Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Colleen, and I am back with another interview episode. It has been a while since I um, have had a hairstylist on here, and now, you know what? She is a reformed hairstylist and a soulpreneur, which you know, guys, I am working on myself, and I'm excited about this interview episode. So we're going to be talking about a little bit about hair, but mostly about following your soul's journey and your purpose and jumping out of fear. So help me welcome Lindsay Means, and she is in Austin right now, Austin, Texas. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, and she got on before this episode started, and she said, I had an amazing day. It's a beautiful day, and I was like, yes, that energy is how we're going to start this episode out. I'm excited. So let's just jump right into um, the hairstylist world, because we were just talking about that before we started recording, because I said to her, I noticed there wasn't any more hair stuff, and I was like, you know what? I could have sworn you were also a hairstylist, not just the human design, which we'll talk about that, and she said, oh, yes, I was. I am officially retired. So when did you retire? Uh, April 2021. Okay. Officially. Officially. It was, you're probably living in limbo for a couple years between doing both. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 20. So COVID was the, the catalyst to everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we all can, can agree with that. Um, and when COVID happened, I had two months off and I was already wanting to get into education. Um, I did really well behind the chair with entrepreneurship and I was really passionate about sharing that. And so I was already working on building a business. I was only working three days a week behind the chair. So when I had those two months off, I was like, I never want to go back to doing hair ever again. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. I just want to live at my house. Like just, I, it, I loved it. And so uh, I did go back. I, I essentially, I was talking about this the other day. I essentially did what you shouldn't do uh, as an entrepreneur who's trying to change uh, careers because I just jumped into coaching like, oh yeah, I'll be amazing. And <laughs> uh, I struggled. I struggled a lot. And what so, was the biggest struggle? What did you feel like internally was the biggest? Finances. Yeah. I, I didn't have a viable business. I didn't have consecutive income and selling services behind the chair is completely different from selling coaching because yeah. you're really selling yourself. Like you're selling yourself behind the chair, but there's a, there's a, within three hours, like average, you leave with something tangible with coaching. It's a different story. So I had to go down that, that path and that journey. And uh, that's just kind of how I live my life. I just jump into things without really thinking sometimes. Okay. So, but you push through, um, you push through that fear. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's pretty impressive because I know for me as still a hairstylist behind the chair, but also, you know, for years been doing this astrology um, world, I, it's scary to leap from the money we make, right? Like we make really fast, instant money and and not a lot of jobs can you make amount of money per hour and a really fast, like we can, you get to a point where you can do it with your eyes closed, essentially, yeah. to then jumping into a career where the money doesn't come that fast, right? It's not as fast as hair. Yep. 100%. Not as fast as hair. And it's funny, I was talking to a friend of mine who's also a former hairstylist. And, you know, I have that. I'll always keep my license up just because it would be stupid not to. Yeah. Um, also for the hair products I buy. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that little bonus. Um, 
but I was talking to my friend and I was like, I would much rather sir, like go if I if I absolutely had to make money a different way, I would rather be a server than Interesting. try to start a hair business again, even though I know I could do it quick. Yeah. I just, my heart is not in it. And when did you it, notice your heart wasn't in it? Was it like kind of right away you figured you'd do it or was it a few years behind the chair? I mean, it gets exhausting. It can get exhausting very quick. You know, it's interesting you say that because through through the lens, I know you, you're through the lens of astrology and I'm curious about this, but with my Saturn returns, my Saturn return was uh, in 2014. Um, and I went, it was in the 12th house. Um, and that was when I quit, I quit doing hair for two years. So at my Saturn return, I quit doing hair. Um, and I moved across the country, broke up with my ex. It was a whole thing, uh, a whole vibe, like basically to the day. So when I found out about Saturn return, I was like, oh shit, like that totally resonates. Yeah. Um, And you probably isolated yourself from the entire world you had created. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And so through the lens of human design, I'm a line six and the line six has three parts of their life. And the the second part starts at the Saturn return. So generally with the line six, your former, your from, from zero to 30 or whenever your Saturn return is, you, you kind of like leave that life. And that's what I did. Um, I got into personal training. I did personal training for a couple of years in Oklahoma And when I moved to Austin in 2016, I just got this like light bulb moment of, I think I'm going to do hair again. Hmm. And so started my business from scratch. I invested in myself. I bought Thriver Society from Brett Siva. And within a year I was working, I went from working one day a week to working three days a week, tripled my income. I was killing it. I was doing amazing. But it wasn't really lighting me up. Like mm-hmm. my clients lit me up, the the business side of it lit me up, but the actual doing of the hair didn't light me up. So it kind of just, I feel like that was my 10 plus year career behind the chair was my my stepping stepping stone to what I'm doing now. And to help me realize, like I've always loved helping people and like every hairstylist, you're, we're all hair therapists. Yep. And- I have a friend who's a psychologist and he was like, Lindsay, I believe that you and every single hairstylist out there has their 10,000 hours of therapy behind the chair. <laughs> I like, love that. Yes, we do. Yeah. So I've always wanted to help people and it went from hair beautifying the outside and also helping with the inside by what we do. And then personal training was that deeper level of like the physical changing. And then what I do now is the spiritual level, which affects all of it. Um, so it's been a means to an end, really. Wow. Wow. You really touched on a lot of things and some similarities, just sort of how I felt is, you know, I've been doing hair for 16 years and like the actual physical act of doing hair is kind of tiring, but I love the connection with my clients. I love bringing them alive. And I don't know if you uh, will talk about your human design, but when I started astrology school years ago and I really started to dive, my clients became my test subjects, you know, they became my studying and then I kind of incorporated that. But yes, 
there is that I feel the same desire of like my connection and bringing that out of people, not so much the physical part of doing hair. Now, when did you get into human design? And I don't, I'll start with this also. I don't know a ton about human design, though I'm finding from some of my friends that are into it, there is the relations to astrology, like you had said. You know, astrology is so much consumes my mind that I don't have anything else really to dive into, but I'm excited to learn a little bit more about human design. So when did you get into that? Uh, the same time when COVID happened. Oh, so wow. during those two months off, I was in some entrepreneur group because I was like, I'm going to focus. I have two months off. Well, I, d- I don't think I knew how long I had off, but I was like, I've got time off. I'm going to focus on uh, my business and let's let's do this. And so I was in some entrepreneur group and they're like, do you know what your human design is? And I love personality tests. Like yeah. I love astrology. I love every, like, tell me all about me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought it was a test and I go and I put in my information, just like with astrology, it uses your birth information to create your chart. And it pulled up and it said, you're a manifesting generator. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds cool. Ooh, like loving that. manifestation. Um, and I, I started applying what little knowledge I had learned and I quickly noticed a shift. And so I became obsessed and I read every book I could get my hands on, took a course. I started, I'm sure like you, like I started getting everyone's charts, like running yes. my family's <laughs> charts, my friend's charts, like just, <laughs> I've read over 500 charts and it's like, it continues to like, that number continues to rise because that's how I learn is through people. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's when I, when I discovered it and it's been a journey and it's really like, it's a very masculine and feminine energy, uh, modality and it combines astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, the, the chakra system and wow. quantum mechanics. Yeah. So Damn. it's like astrology plus every single personality test out there on crack. Like it truly is like it's a wild system and it's really about your body. When so, was this system created? In the eighties. Okay. And it's about your yeah. body. Sorry. What, in what way? So your body is an all intelligent vehicle. It breathes on its own. It heals itself. Your subconscious mind is creating your reality yes. and your, your soul, your spirit, who you are, you're designed to be the passenger and just enjoy the ride. But due to conditioning, due to society, due to how we grew up, we're sitting in the passenger seat trying to take over the wheel. And that's why we feel this discord in our body. Mm. And so human designs like here is the operation manual for your mind and your body to let it do its freaking thing. Um, and there's, they say it takes seven years to fully live by your design. It is a complex system. I'm still learning about it. Um, but at the end of the day, there's only three things that everyone needs to know about their design. I call it the big three, just like in astrology. Um, and so those are really the only things. And there's, so- the reason I say masculine feminine is because I'm sure with the, I feel like with astrology, it's the same way of like, you can get with anything, really, you can get all of the data, the information, And then sometimes people regurgitate just the information or they're like, well, I'm a Leo. So this can, this can excuse this behavior. Um, or I'm a Leo, so I can't do that thing. And I feel like there's a lot of that with astrology and human design where that's not true. Like you, at the end of the day, you are your own authority and you can't put yourself in a box with these modalities. They're meant to help you learn more about yourself so that you can live the life of your wildest dreams and have that data. But at the end of the day, come into the body. And so the embodiment of it is what I'm really passionate about sharing. 
I love that. And I agree. You know, you get a lot of pe- sometimes I argue with people when I will say um, it is, you know, your your moon sign does this and they'll say, no, 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 I do it. But it's it's just explaining these shifts. It doesn't mean it's excusing it. It's actually explaining <laughs> it, you know, mm-hmm. and then, like you said, within that awareness, can you then create a shift and create a change? Um, but it's almost like a way of labeling the, and explaining how it works. Now, how many human designs are there? I feel like I know I've taken these test before I can't even remember what someone had said about mine was I feel like I might have been the manifestor too or something like that but how many designs are there so there's five different types so your type is your energetic aura and really the a lot of times with with type like I'll explain it I do a little blurb with each of them I'm sure just like the 12 astrology signs and people are like well I'm a generator, but I feel like I'm a manifester. I'm like, well, yeah, because just like with astrology, we have all of the parts within us. And your type is just your energetic aura. It's how you show up in the world. Um, And I do know that you're a manifesting generator because we're going to do an episode on my podcast and you put in your information. So I had to run your chart before I hopped on. (laughs) Oh, good. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's five different types and then each type has a strategy and that's, that's the important part, strategy and your authority. So your strategy is how you put your body into cruise control and allow it to do its thing so that you can just enjoy the ride. And then your authority is your decision-making mechanism. And I work mainly with women and it is so empowering to be confident when you're making decisions, especially as an entrepreneur, because there's so many decisions we make and we're like, well, I should be doing this, but my body feels like I'm doing this. Mm. And when you can tap, it's like society tells us we need to use our brains to make decisions, weigh the pros and cons, think about it logically. And yeah, we need that data. But at the end of the day, your body knows better than the mind. Isn't that and the truth? We're so conditioned to you to be in the mind, especially as women and our intuition, our inherent intuition is always right, but it's not logical a lot of the times. So right. And I like to say, and I say it a lot on this show in reference to um, the mind, right? Not only do we look to Mercury, but if we're looking at the moon and the sun, the moon, uh, the I'm sorry, the mind is the sun. It's the ego, right? It is, it's yeah. like what we, you know, have our human has like kind of projected outward where the moon is the body. It's internal. And that's really the knowing, you know, sometimes if yeah. I'm all upset about something, I'll pause and I will say, all right, is it, do I feel it in my body or do I feel it in my mind? And I know the truth when I feel it in the body. Oh, yes. That's so good. Like literally out of the head into the body is one of my catchphrases that I say all the time because we we're so conditioned in our mind. And just like you said, like we can be wrapped up in the chaos of the mind. But when you come back to the stillness of the body, that's where all the answers lie at all times, regardless of human design, regardless of astrology, regardless of anything. We have that innate wisdom within us and we're so conditioned to not listen to it. And this is what I'm really passionate about is out of the head into the body embodiment of it, because that was a huge shift for me in my personal development journey. I experience the most, uh, the fastest results when I started focusing on the body. Mm. And just meaning like just listening, finally, no, trusting the answer in the body, not the confusion that the mind might be bringing. Yes, that and working on my nervous system, because if your nervous system is shot, you're not going to be able to hear what your Mm. body says. 
and I was so stuck in free in the in the sympathetic that I the freeze flight fight my whole life that I wasn't even aware of what it's like to relax and to mm. be calm and to be just calm in my own body and to be to take up space like that was a big awareness when I started doing nervous system work I was mind blown I was completely shocked I was like holy shit this is crazy yeah and so, uh, pretty much everything I guess is connected to the nervous system but really everything is connected to the nervous system you know the health of our yeah. body all the functioning of our body and so much of that is triggered now can you describe a little bit of what each one means so like you said yeah. the generator manifester what does that represent yeah, I, I would love to. Yeah. So I like to start with the manifester. So if you're a manifester, which by the way, you can Google human design chart um, and get your, I would probably pause this and then get your chart. And so you can find out who, what you are. Um, and if you don't know your time of birth, you could put 12 PM, but just know that the information may not be correct. Cause just like with astrology, the time of birth is very important. Um, so the manifester, uh, they are 8% of the population and they're the trailblazers, the pioneers, the starters. They're here to bring new, new ideas and inspiration to earth. They're here to initiate other people and they're very powerful. They have a powerful aura um, that sometimes can be misunderstood, but it's, it's so powerful that back in the day you would have been a king or a queen because people are like, oh, damn, they've got some power. Oh, hell um, yeah. My sister is a manifester and a lot of my friends are, and you can tell that, um, they have this almost intimidating aura, but then once you mm. get through that aura, they're, they're the, they're kind of the most misunderstood types. I feel like them and, uh, reflectors, which I'll talk about last, but, uh, manifestors. Um, then the next one I talk about is projectors and a projector as a projector, you're 20% of the population. And you're a visionary, you're a guide, you're really here to lead and guide the generator types, which I'll talk about next. Um, and you see from this bird's eye view, you see from point A to Z, you're a space holder. You're really good at holding space for people's problems and, and leading and guiding them. You've been studying people your whole life. So you're, you're all about helping others and being that guide. And then next we get into the generator types and they are 70% of the population. So we have generators, which are 35% of the population. Um, and the, the re the reason I do the percentage also is because 70% of your clients are going to be generator mm. types. And so, um, it's really important, even if you are not a generator, it's really important to know this because 70% of your clients, of your family, of your friends, of the earth are generator types. And so, um, the generator is 35% of the population and they're the slow and steady builders. So they're here for perfection and for mastery. They're running the marathon race of life, going from point A to B, B to C, slowly building upon whatever it is that they're here to master. And then the manifesting generator, which is what you and I are, we are the fast and efficient builders. So we generally find the fastest, easiest, most efficient ways to do things. We work in sprints. Um, I always say cyclical living as a manifesting generator is very powerful. Uh, we're multi-passionate. It can be seen as a little flaky because we kind of go from thing to thing. Like we're really meant to do what lights us up. And if it doesn't light us up anymore, it's like, okay, next. Um, and for both the generators and the many gens, 
satisfaction is so important. It's our signature for life. We have this open and enveloping aura. We're here to do what lights us up. What makes us generator types is the sacral center, which is all about satisfaction, pleasure, sensual energy, tasting, smelling, touching, feeling, hearing. It's life force energy. It's it's sexual energy. And so 70% of the population are supposed to be focusing on that. But so many generator types are doing things that they don't love. They're doing things that are frustrating them. And that's out of alignment. And so I'm really passionate about speaking to generator types because they're the majority. Um, And it's really important to tune yourself to satisfaction and what lights you up. Um, And then the last type is the most rare, which is the reflector. And they are one to 2% of the population. And they're like cosmic mirrors. They're magical beings. They are really good in environments. They're, they're sampling people. So they kind of either absorb people's energy or mirror and reflect it back. Hence the word reflector. Um, and they, they're lunar beings. So they're completely different from everyone. They have their own unique 28 day cycle and the world is different for reflectors. And they're probably one of the most misunderstood because they're so rare and so different. Um, and I always say, if you're a reflector, reach out to me because there's a lot of mis- misinformation out there online, but um, yeah, that's a little gist of all the types. Wow, that was amazing. Now, is are people just one of those or is it sort of broken down like astrology where there's like a level like, you know, you might have a manifester reflector or something you get, you know, like, mm-hmm. or is it just one like you are the manifester, you know, projector, which you said I am. There's just one main one. Yeah, with the so that's just one little tiny tip of the iceberg okay. as far as the chart goes. Um, but yeah, your your chart will never change. It's who you are when you're alone, and the types are just one. You're one type, and that's it. Okay. Um, there's different. When you look at the chart, I like to say it's like an alien language. It's freaking weird. Like when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell am I looking at? This is, there's weird terminology, manifesting generators, manifester. It looks like hieroglyphics. There's numbers and shapes and lines and it's weird. Um, I love it. I like to say I'm a really good translator of it, but all of the layers there, there's so many layers to it. So just like astrology, there are multiple layers and astrology is a huge part of it. So a lot of the layers within, I like to think of human design as as like layering, like you have astrology and then they've got Kabbalah on top of that. And then the chakra system on top of that. And then I don't really know how they do what, how quantum mechanics comes into play, but, um, all of these layers. So if you're well-versed in astrology, let my original teacher, she was an astrologer first. And she was like, if you're an astrologer first, human design makes way more sense to you. Um, because you can, you can add those different, the different flavors of it. Um, there's, there's so many layers. I love that. And as you were talking about ours, which is the manifestor generator, right? That's, I don't, mm-hmm. I should have looked at your chart before, but that sounded very Mercury, right? I have five Mercury mm-hmm. placements and your description was Mercury, the planet in general. I mean, something Mercury um, only can work on things that's passionate about. It likes to take a very quick and efficient way to get things done. It bounces mm-hmm. around. And with Mercury, there's this sense of excitement. Like once it conquered something, it loves, it's like, okay, what's next? I love that. That's total Manny Jen. Yes. For sure. Okay. Interesting. I was like, wow, that really, you know, it sounds like me. 
Now, um, with those, now the goal, right? So if someone says, hey, Lindsay, I want to get my design, my human design read. The goal is to help you live the most efficient, easy, and like full of everything you want life through really living the path of this personality, you know, as we say, or it sort of aligns you with your purpose or helps you find, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's what I need to do. Yeah, the, a lot of that comes into play. I, I found with what with what I do, and I'm sure you get this as well. It's like I always tell people, I'm not telling you anything new. Like yeah. I'm telling you about you and your energy. And I think the thing for me is that I, for me and my clients, is that I thought I was a weirdo my whole entire freaking life, and I thought there was something wrong with me. And when I learned about my design. It's like, yeah, girl, you're a freaking weirdo. And this is how you're designed. <laughs> and so it it's not, it's like, I feel like I give people permission to be them and Amazing. to lean into all of those areas that they thought were wrong or broken or weird and recognize, no, this is who you are. And so a big part of the aha moments that a lot of my clients have are really just feeling seen, heard and validated for being them, which is, is life-changing. Um, but yeah, it'll tell you your life purpose. It'll it's not going to say you're supposed to be a hairstylist, but it's <laughs> going to say the qualities that you have that you came to this earth to learn. Um, and it, it's like a framework to heal. I can, this is why I've struggled with my business because I can literally help anyone. Uh, I can, it, you can use it with business relationships, personal development, uh, families, parents, like there's so many areas that you can use it. Um, my zones of genius are personal development, healing, uh, and, and simple business strategy. Um, because business can be easy. Like, and that's the thing, like there's so many different boxes that we put ourselves in, or there's so many different frameworks that you're like, what the hell do I even do? And when you understand how to harness your energy in your business, then it just makes everything easier. Wow. Now, I have another layer question. I don't know if this is, again, kind of tying it into astrology. Is there like opposites or do two things maybe don't go well? Like maybe the reflectors don't go well with the manifestors. Like, is that a layer in human design? That's a good question. Um, I get this a lot with like compatibility and relationships. And, and there's a lot of articles out there where it's like, oh, a manifester and a manifester is like the ideal couple. And I call bullshit. Like, it's <laughs> like, you know, you cannot put just a, to me, that's the tip of the iceberg. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm a Leo. I can't date a Capricorn. Or, but then the cat, like that's my sun sign. So that doesn't have, it's just one layer of it. So there is such a thing called compatibility charts or connection charts in human design. So a lot of it is, is opposites attract. Like with human design, when you look at your chart, there's going to be nine shapes and those are based off the chakra system. And that's where you're transmitting and receiving energy to and from other people. So we're always attracted to what we don't have. However, if you don't understand the major differences between who's generating the energy and who's receiving and amplifying the energy, that's where a lot of contention happens within connection, whether it's romantic, friendship, parental, whatever. And so through the lens of human design, you not only understand yourself, but you start understanding your, the people around you and how you're exchanging energy. So that's really powerful. And so 
I don't think that there's like, you can't do this if you're this. It's, it's how do we make it work and how do we understand each other so that we can, we can get closer and be more vulnerable and understand our shadows and understand where we're opposite and how to understand. It's really about understanding each other deeper. Wow. And with understanding, you know, that brings kind of radical acceptance with how people are. Exactly. How So the manifester and generators, who, what would be one typically, though, that it sometimes doesn't always vibe with? Mm, I feel like man, like with the generators and manifesting generators, they're open and enveloping. They're kind of mm, like, I love everyone. Like, okay. It, there, I feel like the the manifester probably has it the hardest because they have a, I don't want to say hardest, but they might be a little bit more misunderstood in relationships because for them, when they get inspiration, so all of the types have to wait. And this kind of goes into the strategy of how you put your body into cruise control, but the manifester wait has to wait for inspiration. And then when they get inspiration, they have the energy to go start that thing. So it's like they get inspired and they want to go. And part of their strategy is informing people. And that's not natural. And so in relationships, this looks like they got an idea that they wanted to go to the grocery store and they just left. And then the partner is like, where the hell are they? Are you dead? Are you alive? Like, what's going on? And so communication is imperative with manifestors in relationships and that doesn't come natural to them because they feel like feel like it's slowing them down so if you're a manifester listening inform people let them know if you feel like it's slowing you down by informing but it's really parting the red sea and getting people the hell out of your way so they don't slow you down later um but really communicating what's going on and what you're inspired to do if it's going to affect anyone in your field um so i would say that would probably be one of the harder ones in relationships Okay, that's interesting. Now I know all my listeners are like, okay, let me add a new chart on there. You know, I want to find <laughs> out my human design. Um, so I'm guessing you recommend, um, I don't know if it's through your website or whatever. Do you like going and getting a chart first? Don't just start Googling, go get your chart done and find out exactly who you are and start researching, you know, within your own human design first. Yeah, you yeah, 100%. You have to know your charts so that you can know where to go from there. Um, there is, I'll, I'll send you the link. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes, but the Jovian archive is my favorite place to get a chart. And there's a lot of places who will do like a free, uh, report or download. Um, and you can, I love doing little, little, like it giving insight to people's charts. Um, I would say just like with astrology, like you can figure it out all on your own. Um, but the best thing to do is go get a reading, you know, like do a session. I offer one-on-one sessions, but do a session because that's when you're going to get the personalized insight. And then with human design, there's so much misinformation out there. And there's a lot of people regurgitating information where they haven't lived it and they haven't embodied it. And so I always say, and I feel like this is with astrology too, like really vet who with anything, like vet who you're investing in, vet who you're getting money from or giving money to um, and getting information from because you want to make sure that they're that they're in alignment with who you are. And I believe we all have soul contracts to work with people. And so you want to make sure it's the right person. Um, and really leaning into your body before you you invest with people. Because there's been a lot of people who have come to me and they're like, 
I got a reading done, but it made me even more confused than, than I was before. And I, I'm gifted with a very easy to understand way of sharing this super complex system. So yeah, get your chart um, and then learn about your type strategy authority. Those are the only things you really need to know. Um, and then if you want to dive deeper, then you can go from there. And if they wanted to dive deeper, they can work with you, right? You offer one-on-one coaching, life coaching sessions using the human design, correct? Yes, I have one-on-one sessions. Uh, I have a membership where we talk a lot about human design. Um, I'm doing mentorship starting in April where it's embodying your human design. So it's embodying your big three. And like I said, those are the only things you need to know. So it's a deep dive into what that means to be a manifesting generator, what, how to really heal and embody the, that information. Um, and then I will be doing in-person workshops around the country uh, this year. So I'm really excited about Ooh, that. That's exciting. When's that kicking off? Do you have a start date yet? One, yeah, the first one is in Dallas, uh, March 27th. Okay, any um, Dallas peeps listening or Texas? Yeah, I'm excited about this. It's my biz alchemy experience. So it's a three-part workshop where the first part is the big three in human design. Wait, and And real quick, the big three, you already regurgitated them, right? What are the big three? The type, Type. your energetic aura, strategy, how you put your body into cruise control, and authority, your decision-making mechanism. Love that. So you learn those. And then you'll learn my client connection strategy, which is how to use your human design on social media to connect with soulmate clients. And then the last part is Q&A and group coaching through the lens of human design. So I'm really excited about this. It's for anyone who works with clients one-on-one because when you're behind the chair, you're taking in energy from your clients. And that's a big reason why I'm passionate about sharing this modality with hairstylists in particular because of all the energy you're taking in. Um, cause I had massive stress and anxiety my whole career. And when I understood where I was taking in energy for my clients, most of that stress and anxiety went away. Mm. Um, and then we all need more clients all the time. So understanding how to use your human design on social media is just, it's a game changer. Wow. Wow. And I love, you know, you really are gifted with explaining this. It's, you Thank know, you. I was, I could really follow my brain is all over the place and I could follow <laughs> as each explanation. Now, uh, one more question. So will you, are you going to stay, is your tour going to be mostly on the West coast, Texas? Are you coming to the East coast at all? Or what's going on with that? There, Richmond, Virginia is a place that I'm looking at, um, to teach on the West, the East coast. Um, I am, I just kind of started putting it out there okay, in the universe. Cool. Okay, I'm ready to teach live. And so potentially LA in May, I've got Phoenix on my sides, potentially Chicago, potentially London. Uh, I've got, I've got uh, all over Miami. Um, Those are so all yeah. great places. Look at you manifesting right? and generating. I yeah. love that. So my listeners, follow. I'm going to attach all everything to the show notes. So follow at Lindsay Means underscore if you want to know if she's coming to a city near you. I know that mm-hmm. I want to hear some more of that information that you just dropped on all of us. I'm excited about this. Now tell everyone where they can find you. Instagram is where I hang out the most. So uh, at Lindsay Means underscore and yeah, DM me. DM me a copy of your chart. I love, this is the thing. It's it, it's such a complex system that it's kind of like, yeah, cool. Like, I, I like great, this information. But what I'm telling you about you, it's, it's way easier to understand. 
Um, so I love doing that. But yeah, Instagram is where I love hanging out. Okay. And what's your podcast? I'm going to be on Lindsay's podcast in a couple weeks. So I'm excited. And of course, I'll share it with all of you guys once I'm on. But what is your podcast titled? It's uh, Find Your Way and Way is spelled W-A-I. It stands for Who Am I? Oh, I love that. Is it just like interviews or do you do both? Do you sort of like talk at just the interviews and then also talk about human design in general? Yeah, it's a mix. So I do some solo episodes. Um, I would, I can't remember the number of it. I think it's like 68. Um, but I have an episode called the big three in human design. And I would definitely start there because I do a deep dive like I did with the types. Uh, I go even deeper and then I talk about strategy and authority. So that one's got a lot of knowledge as far as the only things you need to know. Um, but yeah, I would love to connect with you there. Awesome, everyone. So follow her on there and make sure you subscribe so you know um, before I even tell you guys when I am on her show because I am excited about that. This has been great. You definitely brought the energy and you have a beautiful smile and I can feel you out there really. You're going to make a big change in the shifts um, that people need in the soul shifts. You know, you're going to help them shift from the human design, you know, that is a human design, but back into the soul design, right? We go back into the other. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom. I really love it. So make sure you guys check out the show notes so you can find out where to follow her. Um, Thank you all and have a fabulous week. 